0: time for the Liz Calloway Show. You asked for it, and we got it. Now, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. Always local. Always live. Always right. put
1: down again. we go now, put the throttle down again.
0: Here's Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. Good
1: morning and welcome to the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. It is Friday morning, April 15th. It's Good Friday. Thank you so much for your Good Friday requests on the Jerry Cox Company. Music Friday. Running out of room, but I'm going to try to squeeze in a few more as we get going. All right. All right. Oh, we're going to do this? Okay. Yeah. first to my dad's my wives, I cleaned
0: up your ugly mess. Now, won't you out of my life?
1: No, you don't. How can I do our PCs. No, you don't. Give by our no. And joining us live on the air for Tech Talk is the one and only Rob Chang of PCMaddict.com. Good morning, Rob.
0: Good morning, Liz.
1: So excited to hear you. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've missed you. We've been, uh, you know, hearing that you're globetrotting. Tell us, where have you been? What are you doing to save us from cyber warfare?
0: Oh, my goodness. Actually, I thought, I'll tell a few stories. Uh, I was in uh, Washington, D.C. I was in the White House. I met with the Department of Homeland Security. I met with both of the oversight committees of the minority and majority oversight committees on the House on the Department of Homeland Security, all talking about ransomware. But then, when I, was, when I was in the White House, something happened, and that was in the news. I wish I could have told you guys sooner about it, is that Biden administration comes down and says cyber attacks from Russia are imminent.
1: You
0: uh-huh. must have saw that
1: oh, um, yeah. because
0: of the frictions, And so first off, let me tell the audience here that they're not imminent. I mean, if that was three weeks ago, and it, imminent it means less than three weeks, and, and it's, it's not going to happen. So that was kind of like an error on their part.
1: Why did think they that, think that? I wonder, what prompted that?
0: I, I, I They didn't really say why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, in my opinion, I mean, I think that the Americans are kind of poking around on Russia, and they're poking back on us.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it's not a cyber attack. That's just people messing around. I mean, that's, let me tell you what a real cyber attack would be, because that's really what got me thinking about what's a real cyber attack. Okay. For the, last, um, for the last 10 years, Russia, China, um, United States, um, Iran, and, um, and North Korea have all been accumulating what they call vulnerabilities. And there's a lot of them out there. And these, these are ways to get into any network. It could be Windows vulnerabilities. We, actually, we learned about one a long time ago called WannaCry. If you remember, there was one virus, and mm-hmm. it uh, infected 250,000 computers in a day. And that was through a vulnerability. And so now there's, but that's just one vulnerability. There's hundreds of these vulnerabilities, if not thousands, throughout the, um, you know, being accumulated by, by in, in, for a cyber war. All right, so th- this is the reason why um, attacks from Russia are not imminent, because the United States has a lot of these vulnerabilities. So if they came to us, came at us, we'd come at them probably a lot harder. And, they, and there's, so there's a mutual respect there. And okay. so there's, there's no cyber war coming right now. But then it got me thinking, and this is a really important point, is that if they did come after us, though, through those vulnerabilities, they would be wholly successful. We would be very successful um, getting back. So, you know, both sides would go down. But it doesn't have to be that way.
1: It's almost like the nuclear option.
0: It is the nuclear. That's very similar, other than we can build defenses here, which you and I have been talking about for, Mm -hmm. I don't know, three or four years now. There are things that we can do. Um, that, that aren't being done to protect ourselves from these kind of things. Number, so I mean, so let's go down the road, though. If, if all of a sudden um, Russia did this, and they're not, all right, but, but if we can protect ourselves from these things, then it would be a huge strategic advantage. And it, it would kind of uh, neutralize you know, whatever they could do to us. Because really, it's a vulnerability. So they, they just, let's say I suppose there's a big one in Windows. And so Windows comes in, they get in, and then what they do, they deploy the software. And, but then now they can get in the software, get into every single device all at once. Ransomware is really getting to one device and it kind of you know migrates through the network and gets on all devices that way. But really, this one is going to come in. It's going to get in all devices all at the same time. And so if, if that wow. happened, mm-hmm. the, the, the um, what we call the security operations center, it would fall over. Wow. This is this exposes the big problem we have in our national security. So this is I'm happy because I figured out what the problem is. The problem is that all of a sudden, you know, they're used to getting, I don't know, 100 alerts a day, and now they've got 10,000 a day. Oh, my God! What are they going to do? hmm Because every single device, they're used to seeing one device, and they're trying to catch it there. Now, now it's 10,000 devices all at once. What are they going to do? It's going to fall over. Right? I mean, and then and then Russia would win. I mean, as soon as, as, soon as it falls over, and then they can't get the network back because you can't get rid of 10,000 little things, you know, in an hour or two. I mean, that would take you months to fix all that. Mm-hmm. So the only solution is what we've been talking about all along, which is application whitelisting. The problem right now is there's a very manual process to go and you can't scale up all of a sudden the Russians came in they, they would have to um, we would have to go and get you know man up to ten times where we are already right now in the SOC is security Operations center and um, and and we just can't you can't do that in an hour you have so so therefore the only thing you can do is put application whitelisting in front of it. And so I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm going to start working on the military on this and wow. tell them to explain this because this is a strategic advantage. If we can get this throughout the entire country, it's a strategic advantage because the Russians can't attack us anymore.
1: So this is something that you've been talking about and developing. Now, are there other whitelisting companies out there?
0: Yes, that's part of my travels. There's another CEO. I met him Mm-hmm. Where was I at? I think I was in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I was in Austin, Texas. I met this. There's another company called ThreatLocker, mm-hmm. and they're they're out of Florida. And so I, I talked to that CEO. Um, I'm going to get. I'm, going to, I'm working with the White House, and, and we're going to get them to start mentioning application whitelisting as a solution to ransomware. And then, but I'm going to go a lot deeper. I mean, once I get into the military, and the military says, "Hey, look, this is going to help us our strategic uh, posture throughout the entire world," if you know, we are not uh, vulnerable to uh, cyber attacks through vulnerabilities. It, it really neutralizes all the vulnerabilities that you know all these other countries have been accumulating.
1: So let's say if if I mean, what do you think the ramp up is for for all of this to start to have an impact in neutralizing the th- threat threat in, in a large scale? I mean, I was just seeing um, a ransomware, the Conti ransomware gang. Uh, that attacked the wind turbine giant nordex um and you know th- this this could you know be an issue for energy and power um Absolutely. and and so when you when you hear of these type of large scale things happening you know you forget about the schools and the police departments and the hospital systems and personal um information hitting the web you 're talking about you know a major it could be life threatening In many cases, um, grids go down, if, you know, power's out. We saw what happened in Texas when uh, the freezing temperatures and, you know, the the wind turbines froze. We saw what could happen. People died, literally died. Um, So, I mean, this is a this is a bigger problem than I think the the people realize.
0: when, when I saw that from Biden about the vulnerabilities, I mean, the first place that it, if, you know, if, if they're going after anything mm-hmm. is critical infrastructure. Right. Now, but now, now we have an organization called CISA, right? Critical Infrastructure Security Agency that's part of Department of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. And that's who I'm working with. I mean, and so I'm working with Department of Homeland Security to get to help them understand these things. And I think they are. I mean, I think that they are. They haven't really been thinking about it that deeply up till now, mm-hmm. but I think that um, they they will.
1: It's just unbelievable and, and then, to then, me that they're let's, not. Let's
0: also remember the one thing is that we got some time here mm-hmm. because the Russians aren't going to do that because then we would just decimate them. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, so we have t- some time to do it. There's still the ransomware coming in, which is you know, but that's not coming in in mass. Mm-hmm. It's only coming in you know at you know various points. You know, uh, you know they're they're trickling in. The scary part is, there's also, you know, you got a flood of them coming all at
1: once. We're sp- that's what we can stop. We're speaking with Rob Chang of PCmatic.com. This is our tech talk segment. We have a question for you on our PCRxcomputers.com text line. Yes, Rob. D wants to know what's your opinion on what it would be the most important way to move forward? If everything is shut down, uh, example, cash-in-pocket phones, service smartphones, Wi-Fi, I mean, they could shut us all down. What about computer programs that are linked to the cloud? How should we plan part two? Can they control the 5G?
0: I don't know the answer to that. I mean, uh, so there's this thing, that's another one of the in Charleston, there's this thing called Jack Botaic, which is the army simulating things going down. And, mm-hmm. um, and actually, ours was in, you know, at the Citadel. And we we I, uh, we were there, and, and uh, but it was only simulating the uh, port of Charleston going down. Hmm. But really and truly, what I'm saying on a nation state attack is that all the ports are down.
1: Right, because it's I mean, like it a systemic. You're talking yeah. about something that will hit the root, and then every like almost like a grid, like the
0: right everything. So if you think about um, you know the WannaCry, mm-hmm. that was one day that happened. Two hundred fifty thousand computers. Think about WannaCry times 20, and mm-hmm. that would be an attack from Russia would be like. Mm. So, but again, it's not going to happen. So, and I want to highlight this everyone because I don't want there to be any fear out there. Is that this is not going to happen because our military has gone and uh, accumulated a lot of a stockpile of of, of uh, vulnerabilities as well. Mm-hmm. And so, there's, we're we're at a standoff right now. Yeah. And but if we can go and fix these problems, it is such a strategic advantage to us because the Russians aren't going to figure out how to fix it, mm-hmm. how to fix their internal problems. We can.
1: You know, as time is moving on here um, in life, everything is ending up on a cloud. We don't even know that it's on a cloud. Like, you know, people talk about uh, texts being pulled from the cloud um, in investigations like people Don't even realize when they delete stuff that it's saved somewhere. Right. It's, it's so much more expansive. It's like the universe, you know, we, we don't have really a concept of it, but it's out there, you know, and um, I, I, it just does seem insurmountable uh, to, to protect yourself. Once things are up in a cloud, um, you, you know, you wonder whose responsibility is it at that point to make sure your stuff your personal information and your own personal vulnerability is is protected in some way i mean it's like you it's like leaving the doors unlocked to your home. It's your whole life is up there. Your medical records. They're talking about all these types of apps that allow you to upload all your medical records so you can go from doctor to doctor to doctor and just your medical records just come with you. I mean, I I I'm thinking of all I'm like that's a great idea. It makes life so much easier, but at what is it risk? Yes, yeah, it's safe.
0: Um well, this is not good news. I mean, right now, um, because the bigger the target is, the more they're going to go after it, and and they are right now. And so, so right now, I kind of feel like it is a matter of time. Right, there, there was an article that came out. This is part of my presentations that I give. That came out of Forbes magazine. They interviewed one thousand companies with one thousand or more employees. In January, they asked them, "Has anybody contacted your company to deploy ransomware in your company in the last four weeks?" Sixty-five percent of those companies said yes. Wow! So just the, they're going after the really big companies, and hmm. they're, they're giving um, employees a bounty of anywhere from to one hundred thousand to a million dollars. So they they click on one thing, takes them I don't know ten seconds, and you make anywhere from a hundred grand to a million bucks. Jeez. How many people do you think are going to do that?
1: <laughs> exactly, and not be caught. But, you know, there's a lot of talk about cyber um, ransomware. You know, they're talking about these Bitcoin wallets, and um, there seems to be indication that they can figure out who those wallets belong to.
0: I don't believe that. I mean, I, just me, I, I, I don't know, but I, because I know how they, what it was designed to do and the, mm-hmm. the mathematics behind it, Maybe there's some hole in in the way they wanted to do it, but I I, I don't – it was meant not for that not to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. It was meant to be an anonymous transaction between two parties. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I do know that, you know, the FBI um, did get some money back from the Colonial Pipeline, so there was that. But we actually – but we really don't know who it was on the other side still.
1: Yeah. Okay. Rob Chang from PCMatic.com. Actually,
0: I want to bring one more thing up. Oh, right? sure. So the one thing that I wish that Biden had done when they said the tax from, uh, from Russia are imminent, cyber attacks, um, I wish, and they didn't tell us to do anything other than be, be worried, I mean, which is <laughs> right. pointless. Um, so, so I, but I was thinking the thing he, they should have done, is said, and everybody who has Kaspersky in the country, they, they, they should get rid of it now. For God's sake! I mean, Kaspersky made in Russia. The Trump administration came out and said this is a security hall. Mm-hmm. and and, and now that. we're still we're still we're at war here, and and it's still in the it's still in the country. It's in K through twelves. It's in police departments. It's in mm. small businesses. And so get out the word. Let's get rid of this software right now. It is a, it's a threat. This is a part of the problem. I mean, the government. Actually, I wish I'm, that's something I'm going to tell the government when I'm up to the White House to tell everybody to get rid of Kaspersky. Um,
1: we need a Kaspersky purge, right? Uh, yeah, we should.
0: Yeah, and actually, just so you know, what, right when the conflict between Russia and the Ukraine happened, the country of Germany did that. So this happened in March wow. uh, of this year. They said no, no Kaspersky in the country hmm.
1: because we they do the same they thing. created it. They could put all sorts of hey, little just, holes. I, hey, Rob, mm-hmm. I just looked online. They're having a huge sale on it right now. Fifty <laughs> percent off. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Rob Chang, for joining us and uh, keeping us up to date with what's going on. Uh, we can find you at PCmatic.com, I'm sure. Any Anything else that you want to add?
0: No, that's this is great. And, actually, and I'll be here uh, next week also at uh, schedule because I Perfect. felt bad I
1: missed the last one. Okay. Sounds good. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Liz. Bye-bye. Bye.